This is Brian Croft. Welcome to another edition of Trench Talk, the podcast of Practical Shepherding. And I'm joined once again with Jim Sebastio. Hey, Jim. Hey, Brian. Good to see you. You too, buddy. We're going to plug on here. until, But before we do that, we're going to go to uh, practicalshepherding.com. All kinds of things that you can check out there. Uh, books, resources. How many podcast episodes now, Jim? Many. 160-something? Yeah, a bunch. So go check those out. Shepherd's House link is there if you want to come stay with us. You can also uh, give a financial gift. Go to the donate page, and that's the best way to support us. We would appreciate any financial support you can give as we press on in the ministry we're, we're doing here. And, Jim, the topic today we want to talk about is something I think we can safely say that every pastor deals with, and that is Monday. That is the day after the pouring out of Sunday and all that happens on Sunday. Another manic Monday. Another manic Monday. We just we were just thinking Brian about that song. Brian was singing it. So if you could have just been here a few minutes ago, yeah, Brian we didn't was hit singing. record. Sorry, you're gonna have to just imagine. I didn't, me, but me Brian sing. did. You have to sing it. So manic Monday for pastors, and which is kind of an appropriate thing to talk about. Uh, you know, of course, those who you know, those who know me, I, I, I talk about Mondays on Twitter being a rough day for pastors. Jim, because it just is. It, there's it, this, it there's this certainly un- can be. There's Sunday un- night, Monday, yeah. Yeah, there's this unique... Monday blues. Th- there's a unique Monday blues for pastors. And I remember when I experienced it all the time, I kind of wondered, am I doing something wrong? Like, am I not getting enough rest that night? Am hmm. I not... You know, am I doing Sundays wrong that's making me feel like this on Monday? And I kind of resolved after many years of, of just wrestling through that. It didn't matter how much sleep I got that Sunday night. didn't matter what happened on Sunday. If I preached and I engaged with all kinds of church members and had other meetings and multiple service, you know, morning and night and all those kinds of things, Monday felt just a really rug. It just felt like I got hit by a truck every Monday. It didn't matter mm. uh, what had gone on. So before we dig into this further, though, Jim, uh, it just... Any is there a biblical precedent? I don't even know if there is or not for a for just a Monday being you know so so unique or at least just the experience of unique pastoral fatigue. I, I think you do. I think you have certain things. I, I you know this is this is an extreme example, but you you certainly have Elijah after the confrontation with the prophets of Baal, and that's when he goes into a a, a long tailspin uh, yeah. in which he needs rest and sleep. But he so he gets so discouraged he. Uh, he who had been so faithful is is now questioning things, and and you know he's not to say he's suicidal, but he certainly wants to die. You know th- this sort of a thing. Uh, he has threats come his way, and they're weightier to him than they had been. And you can't only you can divorce that from the three and a half years leading up to that in exile, but especially the fatigue and the energy that went on in that confrontation. Brian, in a previous podcast, you you referenced Second Corinthians chapter four and the reminder that we have our treasure in jars of clay or our treasure in earthen vessels, and uh, <clears throat> so the, I think it's a reference to the expensive uh, oil poured into a relatively cheap instrument. You know, it was what carried the oil was was precious. What carried the oil was cheap and easily cracked and replaceable and and all of the rest and so there is a treasure in us uh that is lasting and eternal but but there is also the reality of our own humanity um and i think i think we we can't divorce this also from the reality 
of of a degree of spiritual warfare and it's and it, it is it is its own fatigue and i think uh, it's different than simply having a hard week at work or uh, a particularly tough physical week at work there is a peculiar spiritual energy required of us uh, in in preparation and then being the vessel of the delivery in a sense of i mean the oracles of god you know that we are trying to give god's word to god's people uh, excellently every time and then as you mentioned and then there's the uh as soon as that's done <clears throat> you begin to interact with however many it might be a few people it might be dozens it might be hundreds of people that you begin then to interact with that one part of your time once your ear want you to you know and you're trying to even just recover from the the physical uh, element of uh, of what happens when you when you teach and preach there's a physical part of that there's a mental part of that there is a relational part of that there's an emotion, there's an emotional, emotional part as of well that. as the spiritual right you know all of those components yeah. that come in uh, and and no matter how young you are, no matter how strong you are, it will it'll kick your butt. Now, before you keep going on that, because we're you're getting into the why, which we want to get into, yeah. I, I do want to reference you know as far as trying to think just kind of biblical categories around this. The Apostle Paul, at different points when he wrote his letters, would address the rigors of ministry and the mm-hmm. impact it's having on him. So I think that that is that certainly is the category we're thinking about. That there is a unique work being done on Sundays. Everything builds to Sunday, mm-hmm. and the things that you are starting to articulate on why it's such a uniquely exhausting yeah. day that then hits oftentimes on Monday. Like, I mean, you know, I'm an extrovert, so on Sundays I'd come home tired, but I'd be charged. You know, I would be, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would feel really good about, you know, just, I mean, in most situations, just, you know, a, a, a deep sense of, of tired satisfaction mm. that we had, that, you know, that, the day went well. We got through the day, and God, you know, was at work, and all those kind of things. So, so for well, that, that's, to, not, that's not everybody's experience it's, of Sunday, and it's not but every what you're Sunday saying for me it, as but well. part of what you're saying is, even when it's good, yes, it'll kick that, your butt. That's what I'm highlighting is right. that okay. even when I would when I would feel that way, which it wasn't all the time, but but by and large, over the course of all my ministry, there were a lot of Sunday evenings I had an exhaustion and a satisfaction. Sure, like, sure. So. I say that because that's what surprised me about Monday so much. Yeah, I would wake up Monday feeling awful, and I would feel I would feel, uh, you know. So you're thinking you get that you're that way on Sunday. You're just going to wake up, and it's just going to be right. kind of you're a carryover. Even right. better because you're going to be night floating because you're hoping everybody else is basking in the glow of the wonders of what you preached, and but you're waking up maybe carnal as a goat. You know you're. The, uh, the you're sad, you're angry, you don't know why. You're the depressed. regular the regular tweet I always put out that a lot of people see about don't resign on Monday came out of feelings of weird feelings of wanting to quit on Monday all the time, right. and I had no idea what in the world was happening because I knew I didn't want to quit, but it, but I'm like, why am I entertaining the idea that mm. I'm actually going to quit? And then, of course, you have the days where you actually really do consider quitting. Yeah. So Monday becomes that day that it's almost like it all catches up with you, and it doesn't matter how much sleep you get. It doesn't matter what you have planned for that day. There's there's something mysterious about Mondays, and we want to just highlight that and have a whole conversation about it because I watch pastors make some really bad decisions on Monday because they don't realize what's happening on Monday. Yeah, and maybe even, Brian, talk about 
I think it could be profitable. Talk about the what the good the good that exhausts, and then the not so good that exhausts. Because I think they exhaust in different ways. But but I appreciate what you're saying that even on a day on a on a Sunday that you thought that was a the Lord really helped, and we had a we just had a great day of worship and yeah. fellowship, yeah. and you and there is something about because <clears throat> you're almost riding a spiritual high that you had an active participation in. And then very often after that, like like a lot of people have, you go to a conference, there's a real spiritual high, you come home, and it's like there's an attack, yeah, uh, a spiritual yeah. attack, an emotional attack, a physical attack. So, so, so let's, let's finish what you had started earlier. Let's continue with the why question. Okay. And then why don't we dig into how, like how do then we face Mondays in light yeah. of this? So the why, you touched on some things, but what, what I would articulate when why Mondays are the way they are. Sunday is the culmination of not just you know your your preparation for sermons, your sermon as teachings or whatever they are, as well as um, you know well just just the preaching and teaching side of it publicly. You are pouring out mm. in a way that has been built up for all week, yeah. And you all of a sudden pour out. If we do it right, I think we preach rightly. We are we're physically preaching certainly, right? But there's a mental anguish that goes. There is an emotional pouring out. If we, I think, if we preach rightly, right. certainly there's and there's certainly a spiritual pouring out of this. That would already be exhausting enough. But then you are having to absorb everyone coming to you in that in that just after that moment, the moment where you probably best thing to do is probably lay down in silence and, and talk to nobody. <laughs> what right. do we do? We have more conversations at the church in that next hour than we have all week at the same right. time. And all pastors know those conversations are not, hey, good sermon, how's your week? It's people coming and laying their burdens on you in an accumulative fashion. And I think that it's not just the public preaching side of Sundays. It's the it's the taking on of burdens constantly on that day. Mm-hmm. Then whatever else you have planned Sunday. So Having somebody over at the house and you're you're right. entertaining people there. You have you know, a Sunday evening service. You have you're maybe preaching again. In fact, meetings or other things that are going on, and, and it goes on all day for most for many pastors. By the end of that day, the the mental, the physical, the emotional pouring out, and then you certainly have the the spiritual pouring out. And there's a there's a spiritual battle that is waging. So you're you're in a battle in the midst of all of that. You accumulate all that, and I think. Uh, when we lay down to go to sleep Sunday night and we wake up Monday, I think all the fatigue of that day sets in on Monday. And I think that's why Monday is so brutal. So let me ask you this, Brian. For you, how did that, uh, whatever you want to call it, maybe I don't know, did it ever start Sunday night for you or was it almost always just exclusively a Monday? If it was a really long full day or Sunday was really hard, which happened all the time right. too. Uh, so... If Sunday was particularly hard, a lot of times the discouragement, the feelings of exhaustion, the weight of the burdens certainly set Sunday night. And if that was the case, then Monday was even worse. Did you ever have a hard time shutting off Sunday night? Like you thought, sure. boy, I should be so tired, but I'm not. Your mind's buzzing and you're, you're sure. uh, up late maybe on a Sunday on a Sunday night. I don't know if you ever experienced that. Sure. I, I have. Often. You know, where yeah. You, yeah, it was, it was two or three in the morning sometimes just not able to sleep my regular times and you know this but my regular times to go to social media on a weekly basis and say the same thing yeah is on sunday night and right. sometime on monday and i basically say 
you know, put out there what I needed someone to remind me of every Sunday and every Monday. So that's why I mean that's why yeah. I'm doing pastors. That. It's Monday. Don't it's resign. Right. You're Sunday saying, night. Yeah. Go to bed. Jesus is on the throne. Right. Right. right he right, will right. use whatever you did. Go to sleep, resting in that. Monday morning, wake up, get some exercise. Don't resign. Don't have any hard <laughs> meetings. Like that's what I tried to tell myself right. for all these years on those days. Um, so, what do you? Uh, how would your fatigue? Or Monday blues, your manic Monday. Since my, you like to sing my that manic song. Monday. Uh, how did that manifest itself for you? Yeah, the good question. It would, it would. Um, there would be a mental and emotional fatigue that I had to come to realize I was not in a good place to make any really good decisions with discernment. So I had to be careful that I didn't have any hard meetings or big decisions that needed to be made. It's a recognition of I'm not at my best in this moment to do those things. And that's because pastors have to do that on a regular basis, which is why I would always say, like, don't do that on Monday. Like, save it for Tuesday. Uh, so I would, so to combat that, always try to get some kind of exercise in mm-hmm. um, to deal with just the stress, to get yourself physically mm-hmm. going again, um, but in a different way. You know, I mean, even though it's physically grueling to preach, it's not the same as going on a hike or right. going exercise sure, 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 kind of sure. thing. So so Monday, so to combat that, uh, don't make any big decisions. Don't have any hard conversations if you can avoid them. Exercise. Uh, go out and you know pray. Have some time with the Lord alone without people. So you're bombarded with people all day on Sunday. I even learned as an extrovert, Monday's mornings by myself was really life-giving. And so it's it's about a pastor understanding himself. Why are Sundays draining? Because it's different for everybody. Right. Why is Sundays draining for you? And what do I need to do Monday morning to help me kind of get out of that? If I did it right, if I when I figured out what I needed to do, which is usually a hike, exercise, praying, good coffee, you know, whatever it is, and not people. If I did that by lunchtime on Monday, the fog that I felt started to lift. Now you would not usually take Monday as your day off, right? So it'd be kind of a partial day or a different kind of day, but it was yeah. it was but it was still kind of a a you're on day. So I, I don't so I always took Mondays I mean, I try to take Mondays off. Doesn't well, always work out, but that's That's why a lot of pastors take Mondays, by the way, is, yeah. is this I ended up taking Fridays off. My kids were little, so Mondays became Days that I would do things. I mean, I would work Mondays. A lot of times, I would maybe start a little later on Monday and work yeah. later. Okay, knowing the fog lifts around lunch. Sure, sure, right. But um, but on Mondays, or even a half day, or, or a half day. Well, that's what I. That's what I've been doing for years. Is I would take you know I would basically take Monday mornings, knowing that that was what was good for me. I'm preaching on on Sundays and start my day at lunch, and then I'd end up just working later on Mondays. But the um, but mo- taking Mondays off, I didn't want to give that day to my family when my kids were little. Is why I took Fridays off. So, so you so so brain fog, a little bit of brain fog, uh, physical, not a little, not a little. And so, let me ask you about spiritually. Did you ever notice that you felt any kind of a, a spiritual lethargy, coldness, a distance, unbelief, or attack on on Sunday nights or Mondays? I think all of the above. I felt those things on Monday. And and I believe you know the, I think I think that there's a spiritual warfare definitely in place on Sunday, hmm. but I think pastors have to be mindful that Monday is is actually a, a big day the enemy attacks. I found you know 
I, I felt I felt a coldness, almost just an exhaustion emotionally, which means you you don't you cannot ca- connect your heart to a love for your, these people, uh, and that gets dangerous. I found you know the, the enemy's temptations were stronger on on Monday. Like being yeah. mindful of all those kinds yeah. of things was was and and to realize what I needed to do in those moments to combat that. Uh, there's all kinds of mindless administration tasks that we have to do as pastors at different times that I wouldn't get. So I wouldn't have a hard counseling meeting because I didn't have the emotional energy to do that. But I could go in and do some kind of mindless administration activity that needed to be done at some point. It's not as not as grueling. I want to turn this on you. So what were Sunday nights like for you? Because you have a long day. You still, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and sometimes you're, you're preaching, teaching three t- different sermons. And, and what was Sunday night like for you? And what was Monday like for you? Yeah, so I mean, it, it would be a, a mixture, and again, Brian, I guess it depends on a lot of it how how things went, and uh, <laughs> and, and it was a different kind of thing. So if things went really well, you know, and there was a, um, a really good Sunday, there be it would be a different kind of fatigue, and sometimes it was an interesting kind of a warfare that would come because, you know, through, after that, you know, there's an exhilaration that can come with ministry and and, and even with some interactions and people were really helped and they're, you know, maybe they particularly say, thank you. That was so helpful and explain why that was helpful. And, and people pour into you a bit after you've poured into them. There's some of that and it feels it, it, you know, there's a lot of joy that can come, but then you, you start second guessing things. You know, there were times I, I'd be, you know, in that twilight zone, in bed, flopping. You know, do you really believe these things? You, you know, you just said all that. Do you really believe that? Do you live that? Yeah. Is that real to you? Do you really, you know, and almost those kinds of almost like doubts that would come and attack at times like that. So it would almost those kinds of attacks that almost always come after a, a particularly exhilarating or encouraging time. That almost you know, sounds so. like a condemnation too, not just uh, right. a, a doubt, but a voice of condemnation that yeah, there was almost like a spiritual attack. Yeah, yeah. On the other hand, if it was you know somebody resigned on the Sunday, you had a rough meeting afterward, right. or you know there was you, know, you found out people were fighting with each other about something, or the ministry didn't go well, or you know you're really second guessing yourself like that was, you know. I've said sometimes, you know, you want to you go to whoever was the sound guy and say, can you just delete that one? Or, you know, please don't post that online. You, you know or, you laid an egg. You yeah, laid an Sunday, egg, yeah. you dropped a bomb, whatever, whatever, you know, and, and you doubt your calling or you, doubt, you know, like I'm just, you know, whatever. You know, that was terrible. It was just terrible. You know, and, and, and that's a different kind of, of, of wrestling. And I think that's the kind of thing that can lead into, again, some of the discouragements, which can lead into temptations, which, you yeah. know, yep. uh, to indulge in, in, you know, whatever way. Um, <clears throat> laziness, uh, your your battle with your flesh, with your lust, with your gluttony, or, you know, whatever yeah. it is that yeah. can come in uh, at, a t- at a time like that. Again, it's, a, it's an attack of a different kind. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I guess I found you know there was a different kind of of struggle, and one of the things I, I had to tell my wife you know is just don't expect a lot out of me, you know. Yeah, same. And that for was me. a hard. That was a hard thing because it is the day off, you know. So, you know, life's different now than it was when the kids were little. But you know, I would try to get to a place where you get into a good good mode, 
and it may be again, you know, you say noon. So I used to have a pattern. This is years ago, but I had a pattern. I, I would get, you know, sleep in a little bit on, on, on Monday yep, morning. Me too. Um, go out, like I said, maybe go get a cup of coffee somewhere. And I used to enjoy going over to a place like Barnes and Noble and just flipping through books and, you know, walking, you know, yeah. just, just kind of walking around. And then I would come home and I, and I would try to do something with the, you know, take the kids when the kids were little. Mm-hmm. So give her some time to herself or stuff she could get done, homeschooling and doing all of that. But it's okay. I'm going to take the kids out today and, uh, and spend that time and, inv- and invest in them and do something uh, that was, again, ho- hopefully completely non-demanding. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't regard, did not I- I engage my mind or my intellect much. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> you know, watching a movie, doing something at night or, or something like that, something that would be, uh, soothing and, and relaxing, you know, so, some of those, those, that kind of a thing. But that's, yeah. so the, did you ever hit places of despair on Monday where you actually can, I mean, considered quitting on Monday? Did it ever get that bad? No, I don't know that I've ever done that. And maybe again, I, I, it was this was instilled in me by one of my mentors too. One of my pastoral mentors was, "Don't resign on a Monday." So I used to, I, I heard that even even before I knew you. I did uh, not create it. I already you did knew not that. Create it. So somebody else had yeah. said that. So, so I knew that was. I knew that would be the case. I kind of knew going in to expect that. What I didn't expect was, you know, some of those kinds of assaults on my faith. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, there would be those times where you would, uh, at at times you question your calling because you're questioning your gifts or, again, your your ability, your inability to help, you know, yep. which is really crushing sometimes. Yep. So somebody comes to you and they want you to fix something and you realize, I can't fix this. And they recognize, well, you can't fix this. And so <clears throat> they get, sometimes they get mad at you because you can't fix what they broke and, yeah. and you know, that sort of a thing. Right. So. Yep. You have to deal with that. So you 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 have a you have a you can deal with a sense of condemnation, self-loathing. But again, I knew well enough not to not to resign. So yeah, I, I didn't good. I didn't at least I, I didn't fight that. But I did fight the fatigue, um, <clears throat> the brain fog, and at times that uh, you know almost as. <laughs> Uh, assaults on on my faith and my trust and and and, and you'd wake up in the morning sometimes, sometimes I'd wake up and those things would be gone they would hit me when I was going to bed uh-huh and I would wake up and you know I would I would ground myself afresh in the truths of a risen Christ and 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 that sort of a thing uh, <clears throat> occasionally you know that would that would linger and, and those were the more disturbing times there's two things I want to highlight before we wrap this up on, on what I think there are determining factors on how bad Mondays are for pastors, depending on two things uh, that are individual circumstances for everybody. Number one is what kind of church do you pastor uh, matters on how you feel on Sunday night and how you feel on Monday. Right. Uh, and, you know, for those who know my story, my, my first five years were brutal. So there was rarely a Sunday evening I felt good about things just because I was dealing with so much junk. Wasn't my, my ministry wasn't being received in a lot of ways. It felt like a battleground, and so it was exhausting all the time. And and so I want to acknowledge that you may be in a tough church situation. Mondays are just hard just because Sunday's just hard. Right. It doesn't matter if your ministry, even when your ministry is fruitful. And so I can remember those early years. Mondays were just, just, I mean, just survival day. When the church got better and Sundays became more encouraging, 
that didn't help the that didn't fix the exhaustion I felt on Monday. But I certainly went to bed a lot of times on Sundays, more encouraged at times. Right. So there's there's a factor. I want to throw that out there. You're if you're in a hard church, then Mondays are going to uniquely be hard for you. But the other factor is who you are and how you process your ministry on Sundays determines how rough Monday is mm. can as well. And so those two factors matter. If depending on who you are, like you said, if you're if you know if you're one to question what you did, uh, you know playing it, you know playing it back in your mind, you wish you would have done this better, and you you can easily snowball into this self condemnation, this judgment of yourself mm. that leads to that not just a Christ, you know question, you know attacking assault on your faith, assault on your your calling. I mean that that's the one thing that amazes me. I talked to so many pastors who are ready to like quit throw in the towel on Monday. And, you know, and when I, a lot of times I'll ask a simple question, like, so were you, were you questioning whether you should be a pastor on Saturday, two days ago? And most of them are going to be like, well, no, it never crossed my mind. I just, Sunday didn't go on. I was like, yeah, exactly. This is, this is not a legit reason to start to question your calling all of a sudden. Right. You need to, that's why you need to be aware of what's happening here. But I would want to highlight that. What kind of church you pastor, how much encouragement you actually have at your church for the ministry you do. And the makeup of who you are, how you process guys who think they're they're supposed to hit a home run sermon every Sunday, right? Set themselves up for great failure and disappointment every Monday, and right? So, so you got to be mindful of the expectations you have on yourself for Sundays. Definitely affects Monday, right? And and again, just a quick word of reminder, my brother, uh, who's listening to this, <clears throat> it is the power of the word, not the power with which you delivered the word. Uh, that is going to do the effect of, uh, of in the lives of, of God's people and of the lost. It's it's not your performance; it's the Word itself. Amen. I'll add to that. It's the Spirit that of okay. God that does what the Spirit wants to do. Mm. So you could even do have you know really feel good about your ministry. Yeah. But the fruit comes when the Spirit does what the Spirit wants to do. Uh, I have been recently studying. Um, his revivalistic movements throughout mm. history. And it's been fascinating to watch. And one of the things that's so amazing about it, especially when you study the history of revivals, before, you know, going to get into revival, revivalism type stuff, uh, but, you know, before uh, we were trying to do things to simulate revivals in our yeah. church life, revivals right. came in very unexpected moments yeah. through regular grinding ministry of regular pastors right and the spirit just shows up in a way that god determines to do and it's so amazing to read of these because everybody's caught off guard by it. the spirit does what the spirit wants to do in our ministries and it usually happens through just a regular grinding ministry mm. so jim as we wrap this up will you take a minute this would be a good time i think just to pray for pastors to be mindful of these things to be mm. self-aware of what's going on sunday nights and mondays in their life yeah we'll do Father in heaven, thank you that you you know us and, and we are mindful that you are pleased to use uh, frail humanity uh, in the doing of your work among your sheep. And so, Father, thank you that as a father pities his children, so you, you pity those who fear you. And we thank you that you're mindful that we are dust. And we thank you, Father, that you do not despise our weakness, but rather determine to have your power flow, flow through us. Uh, in the midst of our weakness. And so, Father, on those days when we feel particularly uh, physically and mentally and emotionally spent, uh, we thank you, Father, that none of that binds your power uh, in our lives or in the lives of those that we've ministered to. 
And we give you our thanks in your son's name. Amen. Amen.